Hello everyone. I'm excited to welcome you to Live Healthy Natural, where we flip the dialogue about health and wellness in terms of what your body can do on its own and your ability to heal from many so-called lifelong diseases. I'm your host, Dr. Samir Sridharan. I'm a naturopathic doctor practicing out of Dallas, Texas. And I'm also the founder of Hygia Homeopathy and Hygia Holistic Retreat. Are you ready to hear the stories of healing and the many journeys of people's healing from autism, autoimmune conditions, and many more? Then listen on. Hello, everyone. I am excited to bring you another guest to my podcast, Live Healthy Naturally. We are available on Google, Apple, as well as Spotify and iHeartRadio. So definitely subscribe to our podcast so that you can constantly get every time we actually have an episode published, you'll be able to get the notifications and you'll be able to listen to many, many more of the healing stories. So, you know, this is just one of those things that I truly love doing. Because even for me, when I actually do these podcasts, you know, it's very conversational. We don't really rehearse any of the things that we talk about in our in this podcast. So which means that I may have taken the case history of a patient, of the person that is that I'm interviewing. And sometimes I don't remember those stories because it was many years ago, probably, when I took their case history. And then, you know, when I'm doing the podcast, I'm like, oh, that's what you had. <laughs> okay, I can't remember that kind of a thing. So it's always nice for me to be surprised along with you and I'm doing these interviews as well. So uh, today, you know, with uh, no further ado, I want to introduce you to my guest. It's kind of very interesting story how I got to know our today's guest. So her mom was actually my godmother and her entire family had been of such immense help to me in so many different ways. I mean, they had been really the family that I didn't really have at the time that I needed the most. And with such love, with such compassion, they welcomed me into their homes. And uh, this guest is actually wasn't really my friend at that point in time. She was young when I was in college. So I met their family when I was in college. So it was just such a wonderful family that I had the honor of being around and learning so many things that I learned from her mother. And it just so happened that after so many years, I got to actually, you know, talk to her and have the privilege of treating Miruna, who is our guest today. And so that's what I want to bring. So obviously, it's a very, very special family, a special person for me. I am so deeply indebted to her entire family for how they treated me and how they welcomed me in their home. So I am so excited to have you on this. Thank you so much, Miruna, for coming on the show. Hi. So Miruna, thank you so much for joining me today and listeners and being willing to share your story because it's, again, every person like you who is willing to share your own healing journey helps us share the stories of possibilities. So I appreciate you coming on today. Can you tell our listeners a little bit more about you and your background? Hi, everybody. So I'm Miruna. 
was born and raised in India and moved to the U.S. eight years ago. And I've been living here in California ever since. I have a five-year-old son. Thank you for that. So tell me, how were you raised in India and growing up? How was your health and what were your go-tos? Like, you know, your family would go to what kind of treatment options? You know, were there a lot of home remedies that you used, you know, your grandparents did they teach you anything growing up in that way i know that india is you know obviously i'm from india and so we have a lot of culture and a lot of herbs and things like that that a lot of people actually know automatically just because it's used in the family so what kind of a background did you have growing up back home it was always a lot of herbs of course we used a lot of herbs to make food Mm -hmm. so Every day there would be herbs in soup that we we would consume. Mm-hmm. And uh, for cold, for cough, it was always home remedies. Mm-hmm. And any digestion issue, mm-hmm. any tummy problems, it was always home remedies. Other than emergency uh-huh. or of that sort, the rest would always be home remedies. Okay, so did you... So when you came to the United States, I suppose that you came after you got married? Yeah. So when right. you came here, did you come with a lot of knowledge of that and using those kinds of things at home or did it change over a period of time for you as to how you looked at health and using these kinds of herbs and um, natural remedies? Yes, I incorporated some of them even after coming to the US. Mm-hmm. But then there's always the other part, right, where you indulge in different food i mean coming to a different country so would you say that did you continue eating the way that you ate when you were growing up or did it actually change quite a bit after you grew up it changed quite a bit because after my like before marriage it was always my mom made all the food Mm -hmm. so after marriage i didn't know cooking so i had to learn first Mm -hmm. of all Mm-hmm. to be able to make all that my mom made so it, it took me a while mm-hmm. to get there mm-hmm. mm. but yeah it wasn't the same and it is kind of interesting though you know something that I always know with my patients as well is that I even share this that it's very important for us to give the gift of these habits to our children because even though it has been challenging that it is definitely easier to do these things when it was really in your blood in a way to speak you know then if let's say it was not even at all in your perspective, then it is so much harder to incorporate things like this rather than if it was something in your life before and you're just trying to put them back in place or learning how to put them in place. It's so much easier. Isn't that so? 100%, I would say, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I really think that that is the greatest gift we can give our children. His gift of good habits, gift of eating the right way and teaching them the physical laws of nature that are applicable to our bodies as well because we are part of nature and we are not really separate from that even though we think we are and so we behave that way exactly so can you share maybe some things that you learned from your grandparents or your mother as home remedies that you have used yourself and found success with I can share about like one or two of them. My grandma, so whenever we had 
tummy problems mm-hmm. she would always ask us to apply castor oil mm-hmm. around the uh, belly button Mm-hmm. and uh, leave it for about you know some time a couple of hours mm-hmm. uh, just without any clothing on that part of the area mm-hmm. and uh, within a couple of hours the tummy tummy problem would have settled in mm-hmm. we talk about castor oil compress or putting castor oil and especially using it around the belly button is such a amazing medicine such an easy access so you don't really need to actually go you know get something you can actually have castor oil in your home at all times and all you need is take it and put it you don't have to take it anything internally and it will work because one of the things about the navel is that it actually connects to so many different parts of our body and it also has a natural detoxifying effect so no matter what it is you know it also has a gentle laxative effect even when it's done externally so if let's say that we ate something that is not good for us or maybe we overate or maybe you know things are just not moving maybe they're suffering from constipation for all of these things it's fantastic so i love how they've actually passed on this simple thing that we can actually pass on to our children and to you know our listeners as well as a remedy to help with digestive problems thank you for that absolutely so i was told that my grandma was suffering from thyroid hypothyroidism yeah for quite some time mm-hmm. and she was on medication obviously she would make a mint and cilantro chutney she would make a chutney out of mint and cilantro and she would eat it regularly every day mm-hmm. and after a couple of months so when they uh, went again to check for the levels mm-hmm. her thyroid was completely gone mm-hmm. her thyroid thyroid levels were completely normal completely yeah normal. it was normal uh, so that was something it was very new to me mm-hmm. but interesting as well yeah and the thing is if you notice in the northern part of india they use mint cilantro chutney for everything on everything and again you know how in india many foods were used as medicine without even realizing that aspect of it is just amazing to me the more i realize the more i actually obviously interview people and hear their own stories and understand more about every single one of these practices that they had it's amazing so and your grandma was able to get off of the medication yeah, yeah and then she was actually cured of hypothyroidism Hi, but yeah she never had any symptoms of that after that and you also before we actually started you did mention that she also had goiter yeah she had goiter yeah yeah okay and again you know i mean if you think about this for a moment in today's culture that we live in none of this is ever heard of even and that's also the reason why i do these podcasts because it's amazing these stories that exist around us but we don't necessarily pay attention even if it's in our own families right we just poo 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 it and then we listen to whatever the conventional wisdom says now that once you have hypothyroidism you have it for the rest of your life exactly i was actually amazed i know after hearing listening to what was told to me that can be done if we can also try that mint and cilantro chutney yeah such a simple I mean, and things it tastes great. Exactly, so it can absolutely be easily done. So, okay, that's awesome. I love love those two things that you share. So, can you share with me about your own health journey and how this has actually been for you, and what you have had to deal with, what kinds of treatment you had for it, and how it transpired after delivery post birth. Mm-hmm. 
And you only have one child, right? So it's after yes. Child, pregnancy, and labor. Okay. Uh-huh. So I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism. My TSH levels were like really high. Mm-hmm. So that's when I thought, okay, I should look into some sort of treatment. Mm-hmm. And you also oh. had goiter, correct? Yeah, I had a very mild goiter. So I thought, okay, fine now. I have to look into treatment. Mm-hmm. And growing up, we never used allopathy mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. We had always used homeopathy, home remedies, mm-hmm. natural remedies. It was always that. Mm-hmm. So that's when I thought, okay, let me try it with Dr. Soumya. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, beginning. Mm-hmm. And when, how long ago was this exactly? This was um, three years ago. Okay. So if it was post-delivery and your son is five years old, were you diagnosed with hypothyroidism right after the child was born or was it? No, I didn't actually know it was hypothyroidism like i had the symptoms though uh-huh. but then there's always people telling you oh it's uh, postpartum is always like this uh-huh. that are you dealing with i was dealing with a lot of tiredness and i was really wondering if postpartum would be that tired you know would, would, will that make you that tired like i couldn't do anything at all than to you know feed the baby i would be knackered by the end of the day it was very tough for me to even do basic household things okay. household chores uh-huh. so that was something then i started developing muscle pain joint pain shortness of breath slowly it all snowballed i would say i think after that i started seeing the goiter so at one point i saw the goiter uh-huh. and even then i thought oh maybe something maybe not it was like that uh-huh. but only after uh, the blood report came in i understood it is really not normal what happened with the whole thing like how was this obviously i i guess that you know since you have not really been doing so many of those natural things from back home and then you had to kind of relearn so many of these things right and so yeah. how- was that journey for you once you did have a hypothyroidism diagnosis with goiter? So from that point, I had a myriad of symptoms. Like I had a lot of symptoms and I didn't know. I was really thinking, will I be back to normal? Will I be able to get back to normal health? But then uh, I thought, okay, fine. Let me start first mm-hmm. and started with the green smoothies with your help i started um, treatment and it was very educating i would say you know every appointment every time i spoke to you it was very educating and i really liked that process mm-hmm. because you know instead of listening something being told blindly the science behind that why we do that what happens next mm-hmm. you know you're able to connect the dots mm-hmm. With your ancient wisdom, with with the kind of information that was passed down from your grandparents, from your parents to you, you're able to connect that and that made a lot of sense. And that kind of solved the confusion. So that part I really liked, I enjoyed. And I actually also want to mention here about the green smoothie for a minute because I know that there is still this myth going around, which is insane that in the world that we live in today with all the 
scientific uh, information that we have available that there is still people who are concerned or worried about eating kale and spinach if they have hypothyroidism, especially if they're goiter. And uh, because people think that, you know, well, it is a goitrogen, so I should not eat any kind of cruciferous vegetable. So kale is a cruciferous vegetable. Broccoli is a cruciferous vegetable. Ca uh, you know, cabbage, cabbage, cauliflower, all these are cruciferous vegetables. And so I won't eat them. And I've actually seen it time and time. And I still actually um, deal with, you know, people who think that. So, and with this, I want to take that opportunity and say that, you know, with pretty much every single patient of mine who have hypothyroidism, I put them on all the different <laughs> vegetables possible and it is so healing for you it is not true that it's actually goitrogenic and actually the effects of the goitrogenic effects that it has mildly is absolutely not you know it kind of is so little compared to the benefits that you get from it that you should not avoid those kinds of vegetables at all and they are so so beneficial and another aspect of it that is also important to kind of demystify here is the concept of iodine for hypothyroidism because there's so much out there that says iodine is bad for you, iodine is not good for your hypothyroidism and so on and so forth. And it could not be farther from the truth. And I do recommend that my listeners do use it with caution, use it with the help of a practitioner so that you know what you're doing rather than just taking it forever that is not something that i would ever recommend for anybody but it is something that a lot of people need iodine deficiency is probably one of the most common forms of deficiency in the case of hypothyroidism that i see especially postpartum and so that was another thing that we started doing for you as well so i just wanted to bring that up here and clear some of that you know doubts and confusion that exists around those topics True. Um, I was told by a lot many people not to eat cruciferous vegetables because I have thyroid. And yeah, I wouldn't listen to them anyway. <laughs> I was like, I know what I'm doing. So yeah, yeah but that's the um, misconsumption. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that's our own. Unfortunately, can really rob us of our possibility to heal because we are obviously also coming from a place of fear and worried about all something that's going to happen from eating really, really, really nutritious, highly anti-inflammatory, antioxidant-rich foods. We'll be avoiding those in the fear of actually having something because something was told by somebody. Uh, yeah, that's, that's very true. And so I'm sure through this process, there have been lots of challenges. So what are the challenges that you had faced and how did you overcome these challenges? It took me a while to get into the process. Because and it was, was challenging about it for you to get into it. In the beginning, it took me a while for my digestive system uh, to accommodate and to deal. But yeah, it was just a month or two. And uh, those two months, I was like, oh, should I give up or should I keep pushing? It was like that. It was a bit confusing. But after that, the digestive issues settled in. Then I, I was hopeful I could do it. Okay, so and what, I started liking. What really made you push through that? So first, when you felt like you wanted to give up, but then you pushed through it. What helped you do that? Yeah. So first, I thought I think I am. Let me be honest. I think first two times I I literally threw up when I tried to drink the smoothie because it, I think I made it 
in such a way that you know <laughs> it wasn't tasteful uh, tasty at all so i was being very brutal over that so i thought okay maybe i add some more frozen fruits have, to find the combination that would taste good it took me a while so until then i was like oh i should give up no this is not for me oh my god what am i doing so it was like that so but once i found that combination i stuck to it i'm i'm still till date i stick to the same combination except for amazing it tastes amazing and any day if i don't drink my smoothie it will be like a different day it like oh my god i'm missing something major mm-hmm. so yeah i mean i think the green smoothie have been such a game changer in so many people's lives in my practice because sometimes i actually am treating a person and then obviously the rest of the family starts drinking it as well and they are all seeing the benefits of it as well and i always say that you know it's so wonderful that you know i get to treat four people for one that's wonderful you know that way you don't all have to become a patient so you can prevent something from happening and for our listeners i do want to direct you to our youtube channel or our facebook or instagram page and if you go to the videos you will actually see how to make a good green smoothie so obviously after so much of feedback from so many people of how they didn't know how to make a good smoothie that tasted good as well and it's good for you i actually made that video so you definitely can go watch that and learn how to make a good smoothie so that you also can benefit from what she's talking about yeah <laughs> so yes. okay. and after that what has it been like for you and how do you feel now whole experience of it and would you do it any differently knowing the things that you know today you know if let's say that you know you would you actually go take a different kind of treatment or do things differently of course no I wouldn't okay. I wouldn't because this whole healing process mm-hmm. has shed light on so many things mm-hmm. I was unaware of like how the body works how everything is connected like I didn't know that mm-hmm. like how the entire body is connected and you know your your teeth says something about your entire body eyes says a lot of things about your entire body so everything is connected and you know how micronutrients matter a lot how it uh, trace minerals uh, they are all very important how a deficiency in those minerals can cause diseases mm-hmm. so many things i mean you were very you know educative as well so and so how do you feel now how are you feeling i mean with the hypothyroidism right and i'm i'm feeling great with a lot of energy mm-hmm. and a, a, you know two years ago i didn't have this energy Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to wake up it was always a struggle for me to wake up and keep the day going mm-hmm. there there was always a slump mid morning or post lunch it was always like that and from there to what i am now the transition is like amazing yeah wonderful and you never took any synthroid or levothyroxine am i correct no i was prescribed uh, because uh, obviously i went for the lab test i was prescribed but never took <laughs> never took any of those medications so no all no. naturally you have been able to do this naturally so in this time obviously so when you started the treatment i would definitely say that this is true but i'm going to ask you for it how long did it take for you to start feeling the difference for you to be able to stick to the treatment say maybe a couple of months 
so this is very important for people to hear as well and that's the reason I'm asking. Yeah, just a couple of months, not long before you notice that the major shift in your body and you start feeling better. Yeah, but a couple of months is actually quite a bit for a lot of people, especially when they are feeling worse, right? And even so, though months can feel like a very long time and not always everybody knows or understands that and here I would like to include this because you have to understand that when we are when you are pursuing any kind of natural treatment it is not really a band-aid anymore it's really uprooting a problem at its cost and the other aspect of it is that we are also working on healing the body rather than just suppressing the symptoms so which means that Thing typically requires you to be able to change your cells in a certain way and also produce new cells. Typically, it takes in our body, you know, anywhere between 60 to 90 days, okay, for you to actually have new cells in different places in your body. So it takes at least one cell cycle, which is, you know, 90 days in order for us to see changes. So 60 to 90 days is what it takes for us to see a good shift in it. And then for something to heal completely, there's going to take at least three or four of those three-month cycles in order for us to heal completely. So obviously, this is not a treatment where she has to take some or oligothyroxine for the rest of her life, but it is something that requires commitment for a period of time so she can heal her body because she didn't get here overnight, which means she's not going to get out of here overnight. And this is so important. I can't reiterate this enough. Because it is such a common misconception when people start taking natural treatment that they think that it, it, the symptom has to go immediately tomorrow because we are not addressing the symptom at all. We are actually addressing the underlying cause. So whoever you see or if you are pursuing something or if you are going through something that is a chronic disease, always remember what I'm actually sharing with you here and have the patience with your own body as well as with the treatment and communicate with the practitioner so that they can address. And in this case as well, which we had to do, right? So you went from hypothyroidism to hyperthyroidism over a period of time and we had to actually start reducing some of the things that you're taking. Correct? Exactly. That was uh, like two, three months ago. Correct. Two months ago, yeah. Correct. Which is actually fantastic again. When you're treating hypothyroidism, for a practitioner, it's fantastic. And for patients also, it's fantastic because it means yeah. that thyroid is actually starting to work so much better that all the support that you've been giving for the thyroid is not even needed anymore. And that shows that the body has truly been healing more and more and shifting towards where it needs to go that it can actually produce more hormones than ever before so that's a good sign but obviously you need to work with your practitioner to make sure that you're addressing the symptoms as they come so that you don't feel worse but you're able to manage things quickly and uh, in a healthy manner as well absolutely yeah so to our listeners anything that you want to share you want to say to them about specific things that would help them do better in their own health journey just enjoy the process be committed wholeheartedly stay disciplined these are a few things that i went through in my journey make sure you enjoy the process if you don't enjoy then there's no use actually so you enjoy the process that's it that's wonderful. I love what you said. Enjoy the process for sure, because there are two things that we cannot design, our birth and our death. In between that, I think we should totally be doing everything joyfully. I am a firm believer of that. And healing 
automatically happens when we are joyful. So I love that you are actually taking care of that aspect of it, you know, which is that you do everything joyfully and disciplined as well. Yes, it requires definitely some amount of discipline to be eating a certain way, taking your supplements, making sure that you're taking all of the things that your body needs, paying attention to the symptoms and changing things according to what your body says. All of that are extremely important. Um, one other thing that I want to ask you, Miruna, before I let you go, is in this process, how do you actually now share with your child since you have been through all these things? Like, is there something that you teach your child in a different manner or you treat in a different manner? Of course, and not only my child. So I keep repeating everything that I've learned to my entire family. So my mom, my sister, they've started drinking smoothies and they've started, you know, taking care of their health and doing a lot of things, a lot of lifestyle changes, diet and all that. And my five-year-old son, he's on a plant-based diet. So we follow a plant-based diet at home. Mm -hmm. And my husband and my kid both, they drink smoothies to me, everyday green smoothies. It's actually uh, wonderful to see your kid uh, following all this, he also enjoys eating uh, plant-based food. Yes, that's wonderful. And something that I want to mention about plant-based, it is something that I consider as medicine, is our food. And something that I do recommend a lot of people to eat is a lot of whole food plant-based foods because of the life force in them. And in every system of medicine that I know of that is healing, not just something that band-aids. You know, it talks about different kinds of ways of the same thing, which is in Ayurveda, we call it prana. In Chinese medicine, it's called the chi. And in Japanese, it's called ki. And then in homeopathy, it's called as the vital force or the life force. And all of this indicates that there is a force within us, a life force that moves within us to move nutrition to move blood into the tissues to make the tissues functioning optimally and healthy so if we want to keep this life force moving well we need to have lots of alive foods foods that are alive and vegetables and fruits and whole food plant-based diet is a very alive diet it means that it actually gives you the life force that needs to be moving through your body to keep you healthy and that's what I recommend it here as well. And the most amazing thing that I love, love, love about, you know, every single one of the people that I interview is that they take it and make it their own. You know, it is my concept, my understanding, my education that I get to teach them, but they get to make it their own. And then they actually spread that beauty and their light into other people's lives and teach other people. And it is just such a wonderful thing to see. And I have seen you from being a middle schooler to here as an adult, just spreading your wings and being this most amazing mother, wonderful human being. So I'm, Thank you. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for being a part of your health journey. Thank you. I would like to add something to the viewers. Please attend Dr. Soumya's webinars if she's going to conduct any because that made a lot of change. That brought a lot of change in me. To be able to understand a lot of things, mm -hmm. you need some education. So that was something very educative. 
I really enjoyed those webinars. And also she educates in her Instagram Reels, YouTube. Ask her a million questions. Get to know a lot of things. Yeah, focus on your health Thank and you. well-being. It is true. Because the thing is that I think we actually have such a paradigm about health that's wrong. And that's where the problem starts, really. It is the paradigm that we have about our health that is wrong, that's contributing to so many of the diseases. So if there is a, you know, I mean, coming in for a consultation is absolutely wonderful because to anybody that you go, because it helps you understand in which path you're going to go with your health, with your disease. But then if you don't really understand why you do what you do, and if you don't have a paradigm shift happen internally, then it actually makes it difficult to do anything. And that's exactly what you're saying about the webinars that help you do a paradigm shift. And because of the paradigm shift, you've been able to enjoy the process. And actually now it's even made simpler because we are now offering all our listeners, our patients, everybody, the health drive. And it's actually only a dollar for seven days of trial. And then they actually, you know, can sign up for it for $49 a month. And you have access to every single webinar that I've ever done before. Every single course I've ever taught before. Everything is available so that, you know, I, I keep trying to make it easier for people to access, you know, finance should not be a thing that actually stops people from learning about their own bodies and health and making this paradigm shift. So for you listeners as well, you know, we'll include the link for here. Thank you, Marina, for bringing that up. So we'll we'll include that link as well. So if you want to actually learn more and even take care of your own health, it's not something that you need to go to somebody. According to me, if you can take care of your own health, you must. And if you can do things preventatively, then you will actually prevent diseases from even happening that you wouldn't need me or anybody else like me. So that's what we hope to always achieve, you know, from all of these podcasts and all that as well. So thank you so much, Mirina, for joining me today and sharing thank everything. Thank you. That was very, very, I mean, and I really loved how you put all of those together. And I am extremely, extremely proud of how you, you know, conduct yourself, how you have taken this and help heal your own body because obviously you are the one who does it other people are just instruments but you are the one who actually really does the work and i'm so glad you did and i'm so proud of the work you have done thank you thanks a lot for helping me through this journey because i've had a lot of doubts a lot of i used to bug you with a lot of questions um, but n- never once uh, you you were why do you ask questions why do you you know ask too many questions all that so you were very nice sweet in explaining each and every even be the smallest doubt that i've had thanks for all that absolutely it's been my pleasure and I, there are no small questions there are no stupid questions there are no silly questions because obviously if they have a question it means that we don't understand something right and the more we understand it the better we can do for ourselves so I'm a firm believer of that. I myself ask way too many questions. So I completely. (laughs) It's only been something that, you know, I would do for myself and I would want somebody else to do it for me. And I have had great teachers who have answered questions like that for me when I had asked them a million questions. So I'm grateful for all of them. And this is just paying it forward. So it's perfect. (laughs) So thank you so much, Melina. And to my listeners, I appreciate you joining me on every episode. And I get so many feedbacks about this episode, that episode people heard. And I love, love hearing from you, you know, your comments, your feedbacks. I love all of those things because it helps me know that what we are doing here helps you. 
And so thank you so much for joining me today. I know you have things to do on Facebook and I really appreciate your time with me and Miruna today. And I will come back with another brand new episode with another inspiring, motivating, amazing person that healed themselves for the next time. Take care.